Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's bring Jay into this conversation on the Giants key. Uh, Jay, Key says the Giants hiring Joe Shane means that the choice, the preferable choice, would be Brian Dable as head coach because they come together, they have experience working together, and look at the job Dable did with Josh Allen. He could do that with, say, if he brings Mitch Trubisky to compete with Daniel Jones. Both those guys. What do you think? Look, I, I like the combination of Dable and Shane. Whatever we need to do to fix the NFL's most obsolete offense, man. Like, you know, and I know that they've been interviewing defensive-minded people, Dan Quinn, Leslie Frazier. But we, we need something to change this offense. I mean, you're talking about an offense that last year ranked last in red zone offensive efficiency. The year before, second to last. It, it's the experience. The only other person I would say is Brian Flores, but the thing that works against Brian Flores is the relationship and the credibility that is already established between Brian Dable and Shane. Like, that goes a long way in communication and trust purposes, guys. Yeah, see, for me, the Shane-Dable connection is a plus. Mitch Trubisky backup is a plus. Daniel Jones battle it out week four, make the switch, see what it is, because Mitch got some of the same qualities as Josh Allen. That's why Brandon Bean went and got Mitch Trubisky, because it wasn't all lost. He did lead a team to – playoffs twice in his young career so plus with a bad head coach Brian Flores feels Chicago to me he feels Chicago to me and the reason that is is it's a style where it's hard-nosed defense run the football in a quarterback that can't screw it up although they got a young quarterback in Justin Fields that has some dynamic dynamic playmaking ability. But the Chicago Bears are known as a defensive organization. It just fits. Brian Flores fits that if he hires the right so offensive So were the Giants once upon a time. Yeah, but yeah, that's true. But they've always had a quarterback, whether it was Phil Sims or or, or uh, what was the other one that won the championship? Eli. No, not Eli. Hostetler. Hostetler. They, had, mm-hmm. they made the throws and, you know, they went on a magical ride and run and was magical. And they had good defenses. I just think that right now, based on the quarterback that needs to be fixed and the offense that needs to be fixed, you need somebody like that to really? do it. Think about Daniel Jones. and like I, You're 100% right. Jo- mm. Josh Hosteller was great that Super Bowl. But Josh Allen, you're right, step by step. First it was, he's raw. Then the next year was like, ooh, that's nice improvement. He's still not good yet. Then it was like, ooh, look at this. He's good every year, another step, and he right? he took a giant leap. But – and, and I'm not denying Daniel Jones has a nice arm. He throws a nice spiral, and he's fast. He's genuinely fast. But, Key, you talk about this all the time. 
when you watch Josh Allen, even when he was raw, he's when he ran, when he threw it, looked athletic. Look right. It doesn't look right with Daniel Jones. It's not only that he's not getting the results. I, I watch him run. I go, yes, he's fast. But when, when Josh Allen or Mitch Trubisky runs, it looks different. Well, they look like that. Look like that. That is part of who they are. Where Daniel Jones is forcing himself to try to be a runner. Where these dudes is like natural runners in terms of their style of play. I, I don't know. I'm just jump in for a second. I don't know if I can put Mitchell Trubisky in the same sentence with Josh Allen. As no, Mitch Trubisky is fast. Trubisky's but got, fast. But, I, it's fast, but no, Josh he's fast. Is, he can yeah, run. He's, he's fast. fast. Josh athletic. Allen is different. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I hear but, what you're saying. Well, you, I understand what you're saying as you're relating to Daniel Jones, and I, I, I think that I Daniel Jones the way is slightly off, but I, I also don't want to – Daniel Jones is still athletic, guys. He is. No, he no is one, still no athletic one, no, now. Okay, so measurable I'm not saying he's the answer so let me, at all. Let me, clean, saying, yeah, let me clean this conversation up yes, for please. you before you need Advil um, by getting a headache, me mentioning Mitch Trubisky and Josh Allen at the same time. It'll certainly screw your head up. Yes. What I'm saying is – there is a philosophy and a formula in the National Football League that works. When you have a somewhat failed quarterback that has potential, it was in a bad situation, he moves on to become someone's backup. That someone is Mr. Trubisky that goes to Buffalo with Josh Allen. He now can take a step back and see how it's done with Brian Dable. You have Daniel Jones in New York that's not very good. Now you bring in a guy like Mitch Trubisky that's been with you for a year, that knows your system. You bring him to New York to compete with Daniel Jones. And whoever wins it, wins it, or whatever. Opposed to surrendering those picks that you have for a quarterback that who knows what it could be. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you Russell Wilson it may not be going anywhere, but you got to give up a lot to get him. You're going to have to give up a lot to get Aaron Rodgers that's probably not going to be in New York. He says he doesn't want to rebuild. Then you don't know the Deshaun Watson situation, what that is. So now you're limited. You're limited. Mitch Trubisky can run. He's led a team to the playoffs twice. We're not, I'm not saying he's your franchise quarterback. You're what saying I'm saying is yeah. that's a free look. Ryan, think, think Marcus Mariota, Ryan Tannehill. Marcus Mariota started off bad. They put Ryan Tannehill in. He led him to the NFC, AFC championship game. They gave him $154 million or whatever it was mm-hmm. to stay on board. So it's like that's the way that I'm looking at the Buffalo-New York Giant connection. Yeah, and they're they, both guys you mentioned are athletic quarterbacks, Daniel Jones and Mitch Trubisky. I'm just talking about the way it looks to the eye, Jay. I know Daniel Jones is officially I, fast, but now that the Bills are eliminated from the playoffs, Jay, Dable or Leslie Frazier, as you mentioned, the Bills D.C., can be hired this week, Right. Mm-hmm. So there's another candidate the Giants are interviewing today, and that interview could have an impact on the Giants and another NFL organization. Take a listen to Adam Schefter on Dan Quinn's interview with the Giants today. What will happen if and when Dan Quinn is offered a head coaching job elsewhere? Would Dan, would Jerry Jones just let him walk out the door? Would he be willing to make changes in Dallas? These are some of the questions that are being asked around the league, but make no mistake about it. Dan Quinn is a man in demand, and he'll be interviewing with his hometown favorite New York Giants on Monday. So, Max, I'm really torn here. Because any, any opportunity I have as a Giants fan to take a shot at taking somebody from the Dallas Cowboys organization. Why not? That has elevated their defense from last to middle of the pack, trending in the right direction. I want to do it. 
But I also talk about offensively the connectivity that Dable and Shane have and experience. I'm torn. I'm torn here on this one. But I, I love the strategy, though. I love seeing what it is. He has head coached a very good defense. Yes, he has. Yeah. Uh, sorry, offense. Sorry, offense. Yeah. Well, no, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Well, that's right. It was because of Shanahan's presence. But yeah, I'm saying, Shanahan. my point is, since he hired the right guy. Right. Though. My point is, you say you install him as a head coach, but you want your offense to work. Bull, you've seen that he has been the head coach of an offense that works. Well, he hired the right guy. Right. Right. So who says he can't do that again? I, look, I'm not saying no. And maybe he has a relationship with Shane that we don't know about. Maybe yeah. there's a relationship mm-hmm. that's there. Here, here's what Jerry Jones, because this would involve Dan Quinn walking out the door, or if McCarthy's truly embattled, maybe it gives oh. Dan Quinn more leverage with the Cowboys. Jerry Jones told 105.3 The Fan on Friday, quote, I'm not going to get into any conversations that I've had with anybody relative to anything to do with the staff. I understand the interest in it, but there's nothing compelling me. I've got everyone under contract that I want to have under contract, and so that's where we are. If I thought changing out men at any level would improve us, I would change it out. See a lot of names, a lot of great names, a lot of great names from colleges. I see them coming through. I've seen a lot of great names at various duties in the NFL come and go over the last 30 years. I haven't seen but a couple of them that I thought might have a straight shot in at what's up above. That's Belichick up there in New England. His record has been unbelievable. So... I'm so lost. Key? Well, it sounds like McCarthy <laughs> is his seat. is. I think he did Joe Judge himself. I think his seat is less secure now than before he started talking and talking about his team is nervous and all that. And you mentioned a while back Sean Payton. I remember earlier in the season, you just said, I think you said something like, I could smell it, right? Like there was, there was some kind of sense that you had that maybe Sean Payton could leave New Orleans. Is he just said, listening to what Jerry said, like he mentions Belichick, there are only a couple through the years, right? Sean Payton, one of those dudes. You think it's possible the Cowboys could nab him? Not this year. No, I don't think I don't think so this year. I think Sean Payton's deal for me is more about in the beginning stages of everything, how the team was falling apart. They they were good defense with Dennis Allen who probably deserves to get another shot after the debacle he had in Oakland as the head coach coming over from Denver as a defensive coordinator. Sean's deal is no quarterback. Michael Thomas, my nephew, hadn't played for him in two years due to the ankle. Just different things start to make you feel. Sean's getting a little bit older, doesn't have time to be wasting and messing around. There's media speculation now about that very thing that you brought up months ago. That's why yeah, I'm you can see, like You can see that... Sean would be looking for another opportunity. He's been there forever. Mm-hmm. So when you're somewhere forever, other than Bill Belichick, who, where's he going? He's won six championships. Like, Sean's got one. And I think that was his first year. Mm-hmm. So he hadn't been back since. He hadn't been back since. So at some point, you're like, man, I got I to gotta figure this out. My kids are now, they're getting ready to be married here in a week. So it's like, I got to figure something out. So for me, it's like, take a step away. Let it breathe, see what's out there in 2023, and then go for it. Maybe it's a cowboy thing. And if it's not, let's say, for instance, Mike McCarthy goes on and wins the Super Bowl next year. Sean Payton, if he made a decision to step down and relax for a year, he'll get a job because there'll be another six, seven openings again in 2023. So it's not like if he decided, Jay, I don't want to coach this year, 
I'm going to sit on the sidelines for a year just to re-energize my battery and recharge everything. One of his mentors and a person that he listens to a lot is Bill Parcells. And Coach Parcells will re-energize his mind and his body by taking a step back. So I could see Sean certainly doing that, and I saw that early in the year the moment they lost Jameis Winston. And, Max, what I'm telling you, even if Mike McCarthy does go to the Super Bowl or win, that's still a tough decision if you're Jerry Jones. <laughs> I don't well, think that's just not, an easy, like, black or white decision. Like, no, hey. but it's not, though, Jay, because if, if you win, if they go to the Super Bowl next year yep. and Sean Payton's available, why would you – there's no point. I'm going to go out and uh, go ahead and say they're not going to the Super Bowl next year. Well, you're a giant guy, so of course you. Would That's say right, that. and but also, I, I think McCarthy is what he is. I it think depends he's on a, how they do that. Once too, upon kid. a time, how was a good head there. coach. No, yeah, no, I think, no, I, no. I, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to I, I, do I, things that don't make sense. I understand. I mean, let, first off, let's see if they get to the playoffs. Like first and, and foremost, probably, they'll right? Get to the playoffs. I, I would I would think that they'll get to the playoffs. Yeah. But, like, sometimes a lot of these decisions, like, the, some of these decisions could have backfired this year. And I know they didn't. And I know it wasn't a talking point because they won. But you start losing some games like that in conjunction with how this year ended. They're going to have to pay some players, lose some players. So There's going to be a little turnover. A lot of the season to get through before we start he, talking he's about good. He's good. He's good for 2022. As the head McCarthy. coach, Mike, Mike McCarthy. But then after that, maybe. Yeah, everything, all bets are off after 2022. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Um, let's get back to the game of the night in the NFL. Josh Allen, man, love and respect for what you did. But Josh Allen, I am not betting against him. Got the AFC Championship game back here next week. We're, we're fired up and ready to go, baby. We're back in Arrowhead yet again, baby. All at me. The legend grows. Time for key observations. Key, let's go. Number one. My number one observation is Patrick Mahomes has saved Steve Spagnola's job, the defensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs. Because if you look late in that game and he allowed Josh Allen to just go right down the field and do what he does best, he put Mike Hughes in a bad situation at the end of that game, leaving 13 seconds on the clock by putting Mike in a bad spot, having him run a cover three uh, secondary zone that when you have a guy running a bang eight, there's no safety in the middle. There's no safety slid over. It's all one-on-one basically at the end of the day. That's just a bad situation to continue to put your secondary in. Number two. I st- you know, number two, I, st- I, st- I just don't get it. I'll still never understand, Max, Jay, why people just don't like Jimmy Garoppolo. They don't like him. All he does is win. All he does is win games. And it's not like he's playing with Randy Moss and Reggie <laughs> Wayne and Marvin Harrison sitting on the sideline waiting on third downs to come in. I mean, it, it's, it's not the, the case. But he wins games. Yes, he threw an ill-advised interception in the game because he thought that he could get it there. All quarterbacks do some things like that from time to time. But all he does is win. You're in the NFC Championship game. You're in the NFC Championship game. If he hits, if he hits uh, Emmanuel Sanders in the Super Bowl, we're not talking about Patrick Mahomes. We're talking about Jimmy G's new contract. He'd be working on his second Super Bowl. That's correct. Number three. Number three. When I look at Tom Brady, he ran out of weapons, in my opinion. He, he was able to get them back into it when they were down 27-3 against the Rams in the divisional round. 
but he ran out of Antonio Browns. He ran out of Chris Godwins. Mike Evans was the long ranger at the receiver position. Scotty Miller caught one or two balls that may have made a difference. Gronk had a couple plays, but if he had his entire force together, and Ronald Jones included, the Buccaneers probably win that game. Number four. Number four. So I was on the Nashville, Tennessee's radio station who covered the Tennessee Titans, uh, one of them the other day. Uh-oh. And uh, they, wanted me to, they wanted to know why Ryan Tannehill was eighth best quarterback on my list left in the playoffs. Because there's seven dudes better. Because that's what I told him. <laughs> it was seven guys better. And, if, and, and, and when you look at it, was I wrong? The guy threw three interceptions in the playoffs. The number one seed. They're now at home. They had to put it on his hands, and when they put it on, in his hands, he wind up giving it to the other team. I, I just – that's why he's at number eight. Not only did he throw three interceptions, he threw an interception on the first pass of the game. Yes. The first pass of the second half. Yes. And the last pass of the game. There you go. Timely interceptions. Timely interceptions. <laughs> Got the most Jeez. out of them. Poor, poor Todd Downing, offensive coordinator, Tennessee Titans. So that's why he sits at number eight, Nashville. Call us – and let us know. Number five. Number five. This is for Max Kellerman. Shots fired. Uh-oh. Is it Mike McCarthy's fault that Aaron Rodgers have a lack of Super Bowls? It doesn't look that way at Bing this bong. moment, does it? I just say, everybody's Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy. Ah, get rid of this guy. Screwing it up, Jay. Yeah, Will. Jay. Yeah. yeah, Jay. Why are you sitting out on McCarthy? deflecting out on me over but here, now, Max. But now. Me and Key knew McCarthy was okay. He's gone to. <laughs> He's gone to the playoffs three straight years under Matt LaFleur, two NFC championship games at home. Now you lose to the Rams. I mean, you lose to the 49ers at home with snow, West Coast team traveling Mm. with cold. Mm -mm. You lose, and I'm Aaron Rodgers. But now I wonder, because this was me, I'm petty. I would be sitting at home laughing if I was Mike McCarthy. Oh, I would be sitting. I wonder what Mike McCarthy was doing. But, but the lost. thing is, Key, he is sitting at home too. No, That's I, the thing. He's I get sitting that. At home but too. I, I was sitting at home before you. You had a chance to keep going. The fact that I was the blame when it started falling apart, and no one blamed you about anything, and everybody blamed me as a coach. I'm sitting back petty and I'm laughing. Yeah. You know what, Max? Yeah. Not no longer is Aaron Rodgers even allowed to be in a conversation with a guy like Tom Brady, but also. If you're a Packers fan, like there's no way this guy could ever replace Brett Favre, like or exceed him. Can't Favre get a, went to two one one. Stays. Oh, I, I, I still don't. Favre think, went to two one one and had an Ironman streak to boot. I, I think what Favre has meant to that community. I think how they where you talk, how they actually were able to say you were one of ours. I feel like Aaron this year has been removed away from that so far. Even the way he handled. Just the tonality of the last presser that he's had after they lost. Like, if you're a Packers fan, he's talented as hell. You may like him, but you can't be like, we wrap our arms around him the same way you wrap your arms around Brett Favre. No way. Let me help you out here, Max. He went to two. He won one. Uh, oh, oh, went to two, comma, one, one. Yeah, yeah you were yes. like, Cause he went to two, oh, one, one. Because it's, like, it's like the, the numbers, one, one, like it's like, 11. Yeah. What? He went to two Super Bowls. He won one Super Bowl. There right. you go. Um, you know who else makes Favre, uh, sorry, uh, Rodgers look bad right now? Mahomes. Because Mahomes came around and did a lot of the stuff that, that Rodgers did. Like, they're similar in terms of what they're able to accomplish on the field. 
and maybe Mahomes is in a better situation, but it just looks like the team rallies around Mahomes differently. Like they, it's a little different energy with Mahomes, and he's about to go to his fourth consecutive home AFC and, championship and game betting, to start his career. And I'm betting he's going to his third straight Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, could be. I'm betting. Could I, be. I, I like Cincinnati and everything, but come on, man. Me too. I'll bet on the Chiefs. I'm betting on the Chiefs with Chris yeah. Jones and company. And f- I'm betting can, on Can that. I ask you a crazy question? Huh. And is it absurd to think if you're a Packers fan, do you want Aaron Rodgers back on your team? Absolutely, I do. Yeah, because I'm looking at what else is there. It's Jordan Love. Yeah, I, I want Aaron Rodgers. I hear, but like, man, I want Aaron Rodgers. You, are you willing to go through all that drama again? Yeah. Are you well, that's go a good I, question. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's I a good question. The dude know. wants to. It feels like the dude wants everyone to be so thankful for his presence there, and he has delivered a Super Bowl, and he's an excellent quarterback, and they're in the playoffs every year. But there are other guys. I'm taking. I'm more. taking Aaron Rodgers like it was yesterday. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just for saying, them. Like, I am public yeah. sentiment. Like I think it would be curious, interesting to take a poll on how what people emotionally would, feel about Aaron Rodgers. What would happen if Jimmy G went to the Super Bowl this year? And then the Niners thinking they're upgrading, grab Aaron Rodgers, and Jimmy G winds up on the Packers. Let me tell you something. If any of that happens, don't let the Packers wind up in the Super Bowl after that. Don't let it happen. The Packers' 39 wins in the last three seasons since Mike McCarthy was fired. Most by any team in, the, in NFL history in a three-season span without a Super Bowl appearance. If you win that many games, you got to go to at least a Super Bowl. Not this team. Mike McCarthy's fault. CJ, I told you it wasn't on Mike McCarthy. Sure he did. He and I have been trying to tell you. Stats Incredible, brought to you by My Computer Career, Training for a Better Life. How the Bills' loss could have an impact on the entire NFL in the short term and in the long term. That's next. Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Josh Allen, man, love and respect for what you did. But Josh Allen, I am not betting against him. Got the AFC Championship game back here next week. We're, we're fired up and ready to go, baby. We're back in Arrowhead yet again, baby. Holla at me. The legend grows. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN senior NFL reporter Jeremy Fowler with us now joining the show. Jeremy, you were on a terrific new show. Is it still new? 2 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Anymore. This just in handsome host. Handsome fellow. <laughs> and I said you know, on Friday, look, I think that the best the Chiefs have done so far, not good enough to beat this Bills team. They're going to have to be even better, and I believe Patrick Mahomes will be. But, oh, my God, what a game. 
with the way that game ended, what conversations do you expect there to be this offseason about changing overtime rules? Yeah, it was a terrific game. I could barely even sleep last night. I was so fired up by it. But they they go through this, you know, a couple times every decade, right, when there's a, a, a playoff game that sets everybody off. And this happened to the Chiefs a couple years ago where the Patriots got the ball in overtime, went downfield, scored that touchdown. So um, the debate happens. You know, you have one side that says, uh, you know, defense has to get a stop. It's their fault. And the other side says Josh Allen set the ball. These are things that are discussed at a league level, certainly. But I don't expect any sort of drastic changes. It's a conversation that will probably come up either at the owners' meetings in March in Florida uh, when they look, they take a broader view at the league, um, and, and maybe maybe a coach or a team will propose to change. Every year, there's usually kind of a wacky proposal, you know, like John Harbaugh likes to throw some some different things out uh, as ways to change the game competitively. But I don't expect major movement or traction on this right now. Jeremy, how does the Bills' loss to the Chiefs impact the coaching carousel with both OC Brian Dable and defensive coordinator Leslie Frazier interviewing for jobs? Yeah, Jay, it could expedite it a little bit just because those guys are now available and they don't have to work around games. So if, if Brian Dable is the guy in New York, let's say, um, you know, they can move on him now or today, where before you probably have to wait a little bit or maybe you could name him the coach um, knowing that he's got to finish his playoff run. But usually you sort of let him work it out and then officially hire them. So now, you know, they're wide open. Um, but they've done a lot of the legwork where Leslie Frazier and, and Brian Dable did like three interviews apiece, I believe, uh, either virtually or in person with teams over the last two weeks. So those guys are pretty well burnt out. They've done their work. The teams know what they're getting from those guys. And, uh, yeah, I do expect Dable to be a, a prime candidate in New York. He has a longstanding relationship with Joe Shane, the new GM. Uh, but they're going to take a, a, a pretty uh, – in-depth approach to this and look at several candidates. Jeremy, you, you may have the answer to this or maybe you don't, but I'm going to, I'm going to try my best to, to ask the question. There is a growing belief out there that Eric Bieniemy does not call the plays for the Kansas city chiefs. And he's only gotten one interview request from the Denver Broncos. Is that playing into why he gets such little attention from these vacancies in the NFL? You know, I really don't think it's that um, key. You know, maybe that's part of it for some that he's not a, quote, offensive mastermind. But if he's not calling every play, he's heavily involved in it and does call plays for sure. I know he calls some of them. Um, Andy Reid has set it up with a structure that can help Eric Bieniemy shine. He's not trying to hide this guy. Um, it's just that Reid is a great offensive mind, so he's going to have his influence over that, everything that's done over there. Um, you know, with, with the enemy, you hear different things and, and you try to find out if they're true or not. There, there are rumors that he was a bad interview. Uh, I've checked with a GM who interviewed him and said that's not true at all, uh, that he has good leadership skills and that projects in that setting. He's a good teacher, all those things that you want. So, it, look, it's curious, you know. I mean, he, you know, he had a few things, a, a few problems early in his either playing or coaching career, but, uh, you know, some off-the-field stuff that has been publicized, but that was a long time ago. So, yeah, it's hard to decipher. I mean, it, it, we're going on probably, what, close to 15 interviews that he's had with NFL teams over the last three or four years, and it, it's it's the most curious case. What are you hearing around the league about Cowboys D.C., uh, Dan Quinn, and the real interest he's getting? Yeah, he's interviewing with just about everybody, Key. He's, uh, he's going on his fifth interview today with the New York Giants. He will meet with them in person. And this is a guy who's from New Jersey, uh, grew up loving Lawrence Taylor, 
you know, so uh, they're a factor a little bit. The Denver Broncos have be- are believed to be the favorite for Quinn, who's one of the hottest candidates. They like Quinn. I do believe Quinn is one of their finalists uh, that they're kind of hashing out here over the next day or two. So he will have options. I do expect Quinn to get one of the jobs mm. for sure. And I know the Cowboys are pretty much uh, thinking that that's going to happen too, and they're going to have to kind of get on the defensive coordinator circuit here and find a new one. We asked last week on this show, Jeremy, did did McCarthy Joe judge himself? Meaning, meaning, you know, like he had just some job security and he kept talking, and all of a sudden, uh, maybe not. Is it a given, given what Jerry Jones just said publicly about how he's, you know, not going to make say anything, and he, he'll bring in people if he thinks it makes them better? Is it a given that Mike McCarthy returns in twenty twenty two for the Cowboys? Well. With the coaching carousel and an unpredictable figure like Jerry Jones, I, I'm never going to say a given. But uh, and look, he's frustrated. But I, I, you know, asking around, I don't get the sense that they're going to make a move on Mike McCarthy. I, I do expect him to get a third year. You know, the, the team was generally pleased with the season, uh, swinging their win total up six games from six to twelve, going twelve and five. I mean, it's you know, it's hard to fire a guy after twelve and five. I know it's the Cowboys, and I know it was ugly. Uh, they are unorganized for sure. And that's why I think a lot of people around the league, whether it's, you know, agents or other coaches, they're kind of watching for this one. Like, okay, you know, it, it was, this was harder than it should have been for the Cowboys. I think that's sort of the feeling league wide. And so they could, because of the talent, you know, they have pretty supreme personnel on both sides of the ball. And so, but I, I do expect them largely to get a third year. I think if they were going to do it, it would have been done by now, but um you know, and they had meetings earlier last week that really didn't involve job status stuff, but just more was about the lackluster effort in the playoff game. Jeremy, go ahead, Max. Well, I just because there there are a couple things. One, it's the possible loss of either or both coordinators to yep. head coaching positions elsewhere, and it's also the, the you know a, a thought he had in the middle of the season that has since been speculated about in the media. Uh, you know about Sean Payton. And so it just seems like, given yeah. when McCarthy says his team was nervous, and then Jerry Jones yeah. says that, given all that stuff, oof. But anyway, go ahead, Jay. I'm, I don't mean. No, all good. I, Jeremy, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what Jeff Darlington, Adam Schefter reported that Tom Brady is retire is considering retirement. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, this is something that's been percolating a little bit behind the scenes. Just not not like hard evidence he's going to retire, but people talking around Tampa about like, well, he has maybe talked a little bit more about his family lately, you know, like you could see him wanting to spend more time with them. Maybe he's missing out on some stuff with, with all those hours that he's grinding to get ready for football. I, I think that's the only thing that would really sway him away at this point. Um, if he would have won another Super Bowl and gone back to back, that would have been a nice tidy ending to walk away in that case. So um, it, it's hard to think that the loss yesterday is not going to fuel him to come back for one more run. But, you know, it, it's what I'm finding out more and more, too, with, with these top quarterbacks is that it is sort of year to year with that specific team. You saw it with Aaron Rodgers. You probably see it again with Tom Brady. Like, look, hey, we got a lot of free agents. I mean, they got eight starters they have to re-sign or let go. And we're talking good players, like not just fringe starters. You know, the Jason Pierre Pauls of the world, Rob Gronkowski, mm-hmm. um, Leonard Fournette, a bunch of others. You know, Chris mm-hmm. Godwin, of course, he got hurt. But like a lot of, you know, Ryan Jensen, maybe the best center in the game. So Jeremy, you know, so Brady, wait, wait, I need to stop you right there and back up just for a second. Did you just say yeah. Brady could, like, does that leave open the possibility he could go to another team and not retire? No, I, I would, no, 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 I would be shocked at that. And he's under contract. So that, yeah, to specify, I'm talking about like, it's year to year, whether it's with Rodgers and he, he's going to retire or go to another team. 
that's a, that's a different case. I know he's frustrated with the front office, but you know, if you're Tom Brady, you're 44, like you might sit back a little bit and just talk to the Bucks and say, okay, well, what's our team going to look like next year? You know what I mean? Like that, that's kind of what I'm getting at. I think these quarterbacks have more power than they ever have. So I, I do think that would be a factor. Like, are we going to have the same guys? Are we going to be all in like we were last year to, to, uh, you know, press against the salary cap and make sure we got the right guys on the team to win it all again. Thank you very much, Jeremy. As always, Jeremy Fowler, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Jeremy. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. It's Demon Time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to PrizePicks.com/morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's PrizePicks.com/morning, code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. With four seconds on the clock, we'll attempt a 30-yard field goal from the left half. Hits it with the right foot. Kick on its way. It is through. It is good. Matt Gay brings it home. Los Angeles will host the NFC Championship game next Sunday at SoFi Stadium. Matt Stafford says taken souls. Did he take Brady's or just... Maybe at least Tampa Bay fan souls on that throw to Cooper Cup that set that field goal up. Here is the GOAT, Tom Brady, at the post-game presser on his future status with the team. I know a lot of people wondering how you will contemplate whether you'll come back or not. I haven't put a lot of thought into it, so you know we'll just take it day by day and see, kind of see where we're at. If I was a Bucks fan, I wouldn't be sleeping well tonight. So, you know, a lot of people were talking about rumors about Tom retiring. Obviously, he just answered a question about it. But it, it would lead a curious mind to think, is there something that maybe Tom wants by leaking something like that? Every, everything I've known about Tom, Tom like can keep things very close to the vest, right? Um, things just don't come out of his camp. So now all of a sudden this 
comes out of his camp, not out of his camp, but maybe gives off that feel to it. Does that mean that maybe he wants a guy like Byron Leftwich to stay and not go somewhere else? Is there a leverage play here for Tom Brady? Well, first of all, Key, I like like that thought makes sense to me because you started hearing this like a week or two ago, which means subtly they're oh, just they're just leaking it. Kids. They're just talking it to one or two reporters, one or two people about maybe I'm thinking. Then he says that at the post game presser. Now, if I'm the Bucks. And I want to know right now, what do you need, Tom? Like, what what do you need? Just let me know what you need. Well, they need a lot, though. Max, you got to remember, Jeremy Fowler was just on with us a minute ago, and we talk, he talked about what, what they're going to be faced with this offseason come free agency and all those other things. And we're talking about eight, potentially up to 12 of the top core players on their team they got to make major decisions about. That's... It's almost like the same thing that he was facing in New England when he left New England, right? I did, what are we going to do with the players? The Gronkowski's a year older. Are right, you- that's, that's true. Like, now the other receivers are gone. You see Godwin come back from injury. If Gronk is really another year older and all the punishment he's taking, you're down to Mike Evans. Mike Evans isn't a young puppy either. But it's all money-driven. Like, Leonard Fournette, you don't think Leonard Fournette wants to get paid? You don't think there's a mm-hmm. team that faces the Bucks that's saying, you can come be our bell cow and you don't have to share the load with Ronald Jones? Well, Ronald Jones wants to get paid too. So when you start looking, it's a lot of uncertainty. That's why Brady is saying what Brady is saying. He just need like, look, last year they won the Super Bowl. Credit to Brady. Not anyone would have done that, but they were loaded. They were and absolutely on, loaded. And on top of that, we didn't even mention, Max, the coordinators. Uh-huh. What's going to happen with the staff? Is Byron mm-hmm. Leftwich a legitimate candidate, which I believe he is, at some of these openings? Is he a legitimate candidate at the Buccaneers? That's what Jay That's is bringing question. up. So, That's what Jay, if you think there's possible, Key, it's, is it possible that Brady, stay with me here for a second, because like LeBron does this sort of thing too, and but doesn't want to. I'm not the GM, right? But... Because A.B. was like, Brady's really the GM, right? Is it possible that Brady wants Leftwich as head coach but doesn't want his fingerprints on it and thinks that he needs to do something now to spark something in the organization so that he will get that without him having to be the guy who fired Bruce Arians? I, I don't know. The, the problem is you don't have to fire Bruce Arians if Bruce Arians just stepped down and didn't want to do it anymore because he's tired and he's just tired. Sometimes coaches get tired. They burn out. Sean Payton is probably facing the same thing right now to step down, take a breather for a minute. Maybe Bruce Arians does that and Byron Leffridge is kicked up to the head coach because Tampa Bay Buccaneers don't want to let a good one out the door. If that's the case, then maybe Byron Leffridge could talk Tom Brady in the stand Another year or two, because that. Jay, but even with that that's being true, it makes said, sense what though, you're saying. it still doesn't fix all your problems. It doesn't I, I hear fix what you're their saying. problems that yeah. they're facing. Yeah, yeah. But but it's interesting. If and this is pure speculation, but it's interesting, Jay. Even that thought that he wants something because he's not coming out well, and saying no one believes he hasn't given it thought. Of course, he's given it thought. Well, it's like every time I hear Antonio Brown speak, like I really try to parse between. All right. Like, where is there an emotionally frustrated Antonio Brown as opposed to, okay, like also, is he giving me some breadcrumbs of facts here? And I don't know, the way I hear him talk about Bruce Arians to a degree on some podcasts, 
and, and even like the sign he has, right? Like on his Instagram posting a picture of him and Tom saying, hey, good luck today. And then all of a sudden, after game is over, it's like, Bucks eliminate. Like, it makes me feel like there's something there with Bruce Arians to a degree that maybe we don't know the full story about yet. It is. That's it's, just, it's just me digging and here's the one, playing investigator. You know, like Here's the one these- piece that doesn't make sense to me, Jay. The one piece about the whole thing is when A.B. said Brady is the GM and, and then said, is he really my friend? He's my friend because I'm good at catching footballs, basically. That's the one thing where that's a shot at Brady, too. It's a shot at Brady, but it's also saying, hey, we know who really, you know, wields the power here. We know who this organization runs through. So it's, that's interesting, too. It is. If I was a Tampa Bay fan, I would not be sleeping well right now. He's not coming anywhere close to this. Key. No, I'm just I'm letting y'all talk. I got you. I'm, I'm, I just said that if Byron Leftwich was going to go somewhere and Bruce Harris was going to step down and they make Byron Leftwich the head coach, I'm okay with that. I don't think Byron Leftwich would deliberately, and I don't want to say deliberately, but I don't think because in this game you have to do things kind of slimy, stabbing guys in the back right. to get elevated. I don't know that Byron Leftwich would be okay indirectly or directly Tom Brady going to ownership and saying, hey, I'll stay if he's hired. I don't think Byron would do that mm. because it would just oh, but you know what, Keith? feel wrong. That actually make now that makes sense. If Byron Leftwich is not that type of pure speculation, everybody, okay, please understand. If Byron Leftwich is not that type of dude, uh-huh. maybe that is the impetus for Brady doing it because he needs to keep Byron Leftwich out of it. Yeah, but even so, I guess what I'm saying is I don't know if Byron is or isn't, right? I just know um, that I wouldn't do something like that. And I have a hard time believing in things that other people would do, it, even though people do it. Even though people do it. Even though people do it, I just always give people the benefit of the doubt as to not be like snakes Mm -hmm. in going behind the head coach's back to get his job because he was the one who brought you in to begin with. So I always give people the benefit of the doubt. That's why I'm saying it that way. Now, Byron Leftwich would be a great choice. It would be great, but it still doesn't fix all the other problems. Oh, the storylines in the NFL right now. It doesn't so stop. Leftwich, where's Sean Payton going? Is Mike McCarthy going to stay? Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore, Aaron Rodgers, Jim. I mean, like, it, it, uh, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, it doesn't stop. Patrick Mahomes. Is Brady going to retire? Joe, Joe Burrow. <laughs> we didn't even get into Tennessee. We, that epic collapse by them. We didn't get into they'll who's going to win the Super Bowl this year. They'll be looking year. for a new quarterback in Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole, other, that's they a whole segment that right was there. It. You, you've gone as far as you can go with Tannehill. You need an upgrade. Eight of eight left in the playoffs. When things were grim, the best quarterback I've ever seen turned into the Grim Reaper. That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on your smart speakers by saying play ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.